1: Everybody, welcome to the screener squad. My name is Chad, and today I have Ryan. What's up, Jenna?
2: Howdy ho you know there, neighbors,
1: and lewain Hey, how's it going today? The movie we have watched is Dawn Breaks Behind the Eyes. It is definitely a mouthful, it is a throwback to Euro horror from the 60s and 70s, which I keep being told and i'm gonna have to take its word for it i have a a very limited knowledge of euro horror it definitely starts out this way like a european horror but there's this huge 180 shift like in the like the second act almost it's like the middle of the second act and it just goes off the rails and that's the only way i can explain it without giving away this pivotal moment uh but basically the Logline for this is, you know, this couple just inherited a rundown castle. The wife comes from an affluent family. The husband's a prick. And they decide to spend the night. And as time and reality starts being played with, um, it just, everything shifts around them. And they start seeing things and hearing things. And it's like, it's a haunted house, you know? just It could be anything. Or, you know, it's
0: blah, blah, blah. But... It's not that at all, but that's exactly what it is. Yeah, it's it's weird the the title, when I first heard the title, I'm like, this sounds like a giallo, right? Like it they have those really florid titles like, you know, the blurred with the pl- crystal plumage or that kind of thing, like this really elaborate thing. And I'm like, what does any of that have to do with? Oh, never mind. They're going to go for hammer horror. Oh, no. Now they're doing something else entirely is it the manson family what the fuck is this was basically where my notes go for the first part of this movie
1: listen and, and even up to the point where an appendage an organ is or just like ripped from someone's body like i was in that woke me up and yeah it definitely woke me up but then yeah. it just that's where it, it splits and then you're brought into this whole new world And you have to kind of make sense of it. And it almost feels like you spend more time like going back and thinking, well, okay, how did we get here? What's the you know, is there any connection at all? And there is you can make an argument that there's a connection. But, you know, if this is a love letter to Euro horror, I guess I'm the wrong person to have reviewed this movie because I just don't know as much. I was like, okay, am I just dumb? Did I just not get this? And, you know, I don't think it's that. But I did go online and read reviews and like, you know, people that are fans are like, they really like this film. So there's something there. And not having any of the the knowledge and lineage of where this comes from uh, doesn't ruin it. But it definitely takes you out of it. And I will say it definitely makes me want to watch more Euro horror movies.
3: That's definitely how I felt leaving it to like, that's also a genre that I'm really admittedly like not that familiar with, but I, I will say I was, I was never bored with this. I I felt like it kept taking, and it's really hard to talk about this without spoiling anything, which I don't want to. Uh, It kept taking the most insane turns. And it's also very, very short. seems kind of dumb to bring that up, but I feel like if this was like two hours, I would be way less forgiving and just more frustrated. But I think like it's very bite-sized It's kind of crazy. It keeps taking these turns and you're you're never really I was never really bored with it. But at the end of the day, it just felt more like a like a weird experimental horror exercise than it did something. There wasn't really a narrative that I was connecting with. And I know that they weren't trying to make a narrative that it wanted you to connect with at the same time. Very clearly, there's a theme uh, by the end. You can say, okay, this is the general idea and theme that this is about, which is. Like themes of betrayal and in relationships are cyclical and things like that can like just just keep happening over over the years and just about the patterns that repeat in that way. But I again, it's not really there. There just isn't a narrative or I I just didn't really feel like emotionally connected to anything that was happening, if that makes
1: sense. There's parallels between two different couples in this movie in both relationships. The male is at the top and i mean it's it's indicative of you know the time period of when this movie takes place it takes place during the 60s and there's a lot of that you know there was a very big transitional period not just for us americans but for the world in general in both relationships the woman had to kind of fight for her voice um you know it's it's a topic we see a lot more luckily nowadays where asshole dudes aren't just trouncing all over the women. There's a lot to unpack with this movie, but at least that theme I kind of held on to because it does carry all the way to the end. And I think it's important.
2: I'm sorry. I'm not going to lie. This movie. So I'm not, I'm probably more versed in the European horror than majority of the folks on this uh, review. Um, And that was just kind of by chance. Um, I got introduced to it when I fell in love with cannibal Holocaust I also realized there was something probably wrong with me because I was like, this movie fucking rocks, man. (laughs) Uh, And then I moved on to Suspiria. So my knowledge is more mainstream, right? These films are now very well known. I will tell folks to go into this film like without any research because you'll enjoy it more. The funny thing is I actually knew of the twist. Before it happened, because I was hoping that that was the case, because in the beginning, I was like, "Okay, this acting is horrible. And if this is going to be the whole film, this seems like a a, a film made by film students. It's really bad. Uh, And then when life happened, I was like, "Okay, cool. And I actually like the second part of this film a lot more because it allowed me to kind of connect with the main character and their motivations and kind of like. It was really cathartic, actually. (laughs) I was like, wow, I probably should go to therapy as to, like, why I feel like murdering people is, like, my only option. Um, But, like, (laughs) no, seriously, I really called my therapist. Like, I might want to unpack this um, before I enter another relationship. But for me personally, I felt like the way this film was handled... I think I was more forgiving of it because I understood the time like I gave, I understood the time in which these type of films kind of were non-linear, right? I feel like more modern films and horror are very kind of like cut to the chase. You expect a formula. You expect a jump scare. You expect all these things. But old school 60s, 70s horror, it was kind of like not all over the place, but eccentric was the the aesthetic. I really appreciated uh, the editing in this film, actually. I took a lot of notes from this film. I love the color, the lighting, and the production design in this film a lot. It's gorgeous. It is absolutely gorgeous. Um, And there's a lot of homages here. I don't know if that was a deliberate choice, but I found a lot of non-European homages in this film as well. I can't say the movie that I thought of because it would give the twist away. But, you know, um, I'll just leave that there because I was just like, this is interesting that this is European horror, but I'm getting a lot of like 2000s horror from this as well. For me personally, I think the topic of forgiveness was to me the biggest thing that I connected with, uh, especially there's a scene between the two characters where you can clearly tell that one character is trying to justify why the person in the script is like, you know, hey, this person's actually a really strong, resilient person because they can forgive. And I was identifying with the character who was sitting there looking at him like he was fucking stupid. Um, Because it was just like, um, no, I still want to feel, I still want to, you know, kind of project how I feel and kind of stand in how I feel because of what, you know, what Ryan said was the betrayal So for me, I like the theme of forgiveness being in here because that is the only way to break the cycle of like feeling betrayed in a lot of relationships. Uh, But yeah, this was an interesting way of like talking about gender dynamics in horror films. Um, And it was Mm -hmm. interesting because I really thought that they really were connected because I felt like each character was a reflection of the person who wrote it. It was a reflection of like the, the people who were a part of this. So um, I think that I enjoyed this movie. I probably won't see it again, though, but I definitely enjoyed uh, this was a nice, a nice like palate cleanser from the horror that I have been consuming for so long. It really pushed me to kind of like just go with it. And once you go with it, it actually is a really nice acid trip for sure, especially because I can't reference one movie. But the, the, part of it reminded me of society and in their infamous ending. So uh, for folks who don't know what that is, definitely go see that film. That's another great film where horror is used as a framework to speak on social dynamics, but I do appreciate the nod to that as well. So kudos to the person who directed this knowing their stuff.
1: I will say, jumping off uh, your point, Jenna, like, and it seems like Luane, Jenna and Ryan too, we've, we've reviewed a few horror movies together and, some sort of capacity even though this movie is weird you know cool weird and then weird weird it's definitely refreshing like jenna said that it did something different and yeah it may have like borrowed from a genre of years past but at least in today in the present like it's it's different to us uh the current uh audience so i definitely appreciate for that like it's not that i hated this film i guess i really wanted to see I know, Jenna, you said the acting was bad and stupid, but like I was I was totally in on on that first act story.
2: And that then to first be taken. Oh, my God. I just wanted to kill myself. I was like, <laughs> why is he like like I was just like, why is this so goddamn dramatic? Like, I didn't know if I was watching like a play <laughs> or like I was just like, oh, my God, like I don't even know. And then, like you said, the appendage ripped off. I was like, now this is what I was coming here to see because it was well deserved, you piece of shit. Yeah, um, right. <laughs> Dude,
1: I wanted to see like the aftermath
3: of that. Like, was that the end? And that's and that's I, I also just I don't know. That, I, I felt that way too. And that's I guess when I said I couldn't necessarily connect with that, I think that's my main was my main point, is that a lot of these little stories are kind of kind of cut short in that way and you only get these little snippets and i go yeah like fuck you you piece of shit but there's not like outside of that i don't i don't know there wasn't there there wasn't much else other than yeah i hate this person i that's that's kind of just was my only point of of connection there and i i guess i would have appreciated like a little bit a little bit more even though i said i did like how short it was but i it's i don't know it's hard to say
2: For me, I actually wish the turn happened earlier. I think, well, let me correct myself. I wouldn't have liked the turn to happen earlier, but I know the general audience would have liked the turn to have happened earlier. But for me, it kind of set up this this relationship between the characters because once you start seeing them in different lights, right, in a different way... It really actually changes your relationship with each person. When the other twist came about, which was the character's motivation, it was like, well, holy shit, like this film in the beginning made me feel empathetic towards this person. But you kind of see that there's a couple of horror films where the so-called you don't know who the villain is and they make you feel empathetic. Black Mirror did a great episode that made me upset that I was empathetic toward a person that is not likable at all. Uh, but I feel like the yep. way I feel like in a in the hands of a less capable writer, director and editor, since I feel like the team on this worked really well together, they all knew what they were doing, which I think I feel like the last last we recorded together. Actually, they were not together on that at all uh, for the Netflix <laughs> film. Uh, but oh, yeah. I feel like, yeah, God, Jesus Christ. But I feel like I. Uh, in the hands of a less like capable director, this could have went south real quick. But I do, I could, as I was watching this, I was like, people are going to have a problem with this. People are going to have a problem with this. People are going to have a problem with this. But I kind of just, like I said, you got to kind of just go with this movie or you are going to nitpick all the things that are kind of like, all right, like, what are, what are we really here for? You
0: know what I mean? One of the things I found sort of interesting about this is that... There are a couple of different stories going on, which we've sort of alluded to. But what's sort of interesting is the way they sort of collide with each other in a a very sci-fi sort of way, right? Like the stories are interconnected in an obvious way, especially when you see that first twist. But there's other weird little clues at the beginning in in the overly dramatic bit that you were talking about that you realize that things are happening at the same time. And and so time and space and dimensions become a very sort of odd, skewed thing. And then later, when there's a party, time and space and dimensions get even more warped. And it makes the story go even further into a, OK, now what am I watching? I can't say I've never seen anything like this because I absolutely have. We've all referenced different things it reminds you of. But Gina's right. It's like a, it's a little bit of a palate cleanser from some of the more traditional horror that we've been watching lately or the, the, the VOD horror. Um, and not just because it's in German and we have to actually pay attention to what everybody's saying in the text. Um, th- there was a little, a, <laughs> a few more surprise dong than I was expecting, but, uh, given the, the movie. But, uh, no, it was, it looks good. It sounds good. It's, maybe not something i'm going to revisit like because i love the story but it's certainly something to look at when you're looking for inspiration if you're a filmmaker both in terms of how things look and how things because it's gorgeous and it's got these really odd 70s like audio cues and and if it weren't for the fact that i know that it's a modern film and there are certain elements of the people's behavior that make it clear that they're modern people trying to do a period piece it's it's very it's fairly convincingly a 70s sort of weird horror film it's both really good and eh, i just kind of went back and forth on it and i think i think ryan's right if it ran much longer i'd start to lean more toward. The, i don't know if i'm going to do any more of this I would definitely want to see whatever this production team does next, because I'd be curious to see if if it's all visual and all like the technical stuff or if if they've got a really good story next time, what that would make for for a film. Yeah, I think that pretty much covers it. I mean, like I said, it looks good. It sounds good. Um, You can learn a lot from this if you're a filmmaker. So I guess uh, in the end, I'll give it three point five out of five sugar cubes. Yeah. Although I didn't, I mean, I agree with everything that's been
3: said, like visually it's amazing. The editing is fantastic, but I would just say, even though I didn't love this, I think it's totally worth watching if you're looking for something a little bit different and it's a really, it's a really short, it's a quick watch. It's like basically a little longer. I mean, with Stranger Things, it's basically like the epi- like the length of an episode of a TV show now. So like, I, I think it's absolutely uh, worth watching for that reason. And it's you know, it's 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 interesting. It's 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 a little bit a little bit different. Uh, I'm going to give it six out of ten spooky black cats.
2: I'm really glad uh, Lorraine brought up really good points about the filmmaking because it actually got me out of my artistic funk. To me, to take this, it's not even a risk. It just shows that this person knows what they're doing, but they're not pretentious about it. It reminds me of actually Ty West. I think, I hope that is the name. X, right? That's that's who did that film. Okay. Mm -hmm. Yes. It reminds me of Ty West uh, X film where, again, you get folks who do kind of like period pieces and horror films are going to revisit a certain time and they do it very well. And it's not just because they're wearing the clothes or, you know, that we have that kind of grainy look to it. These folks truly like understand the mechanics, the technicalities and kind of like the social nuances of that time and how that showed up in film in that time and how we're able to bring that, bring that into film even now. So this film, I think, did that even better than X. Uh, this is a great introduction to Euro horror. Uh, please get on that wave because it is, it is where we get a lot of our our mystery kind of gothic horror from in American cinema. So I'm here for it. Uh, I agree again with Lorraine as well. It's it's like it's not like the greatest movie ever made, but it's very meh. So, like, you know, it's like that Tinder date you kind of get where the sex was like, wow, this is really exciting. But I don't think I'll call this person ever again, but not in a bad (laughs) way. You know, you just accept the experience of it. Right. And you just have a great time. And I think that's what this (laughs) film is all about. (laughs) That's how it made me feel. It was like, you know what? I won't redo this, but I had a great time doing it. Uh, With that being said, kudos to the production team. And the lighting design and the sound design in this is absolutely, to me, as a nerd, I think it's phenomenal. Uh, So I will give this actually three out of five, (laughs) three out of five times I wanted to set something on fire while watching this. (laughs) I did. The pyro in me was like, where's a trash can so I can just start lighting (laughs) shit on fire?
1: I, I definitely felt out of place not having, you know more knowledge about the genre, but I am going to eventually watch cannibal Holocaust and Nosferatu and all that other shit. I really wished it didn't make the big switch, but that's not the world I live in. I live in the world where this film is made and this film technically looks amazing. Um, has some great performances and it's maybe not what I wanted, And uh, somebody said earlier, uh, they were talking about, you know, going into this cold. I've been for a lot of these movies that we review, especially the horror movies. I try not to watch the preview. Like I'll I'll watch the first 10, 15 seconds and I'll be like, yes, I want to watch that because I don't want to know anything more. And if you watch the trailer for this, you know, it, it gives that haunted house, you know, feel. And that's what I signed up for. So in my head, I thought I was going into that movie completely different than what i thought and that's not a bad thing and to be thrown a curveball like that you know partly by my own design is a good thing again this movie is not the best but for what it does and what it has it's pretty good i would assume any horror fan would at least want to watch this like we said it's short it's sweet and i mean there's some themes in there you can really latch onto for 2022 so I'll say seven out of ten sandwiches. Um, So the melty. Man, how do I say it without like giving it away? But the scene where they're like, everything's like heated oh, up. Well, you know, and, and everybody's kind of like in a pile and they're all like loving it. It's like a big loving pile. And it's kind of like glop together. Isn't that how everyone spends their Saturday nights? I mean, not this past Saturday, but
3: <laughs> definitely. <laughs> <They say> everybody wants <laughs> to
2: be Polly now, so,
1: you know, there you go. <laughs> Listen, everything everything is wet and moist Ew. in a pile. You know what I mean? Like, at that point, who cares? It could be somebody's elbow. You you're know in, what I mean?
3: You're in Germany. You're in a castle. I mean, yeah, come on. Come, come on. on. Have a little fun. Yeah.
2: I mean, you know what? I'll leave it with this on a personal note. As someone who's gone to a lot of cast parties, that's pretty realistic. (laughs) Really? By the end of the night. So, you know, I'm just saying.